When they were young, the world seemed so much fun. It's on this day with backseat coaches. Another day, another on this day, 23rd of May, and we're going to go back to 2001. And on this day in 2001, Marco Sifredi became the first person to ever snowboard down Mount Everest. So that's pretty cool, isn't it? Why would you even try that? A good question. How? What do you mean, how? <laughs> when you say, when you say uh, the first person to snowboard down, he was the first person to survive falling down Mount Everest. <laughs> yeah, whilst having a snowboard <laughs> strapped to him, yeah. <laughs> So he hailed from a mountaineering family. Uh, he was a Frenchman and had previously snowboarded down a number of European mountains. Uh, and his achievements included the first ever snowboard descent of Mont Blanc. I don't know where that is, Mont Blanc. I've heard of Mont Blanc, but this is not that. This is something different. So I think he did do Mont Blanc as well. There's so many mountains yeah. in Europe, isn't there? Just everywhere. Just so many mountains. Just sick of it. Just, just make them one. Just make one big one. Put them all together. <laughs> Uh, he climbed Everest on the 23rd of May with the help of two Sherpas who carried his equipment and oxygen to assist him. Uh, he originally intended to descend down what's known as the Hornbein Couloir, uh, but which he regarded as the Holy Grail of snowboarding. But a lack of snow on that couloir attempt, uh, forced him to attempt the Norton Couloir instead. Do you know what a couloir is? I don't know. No, I'd never heard this phrase until I wrote it down. It's like a a valley in like the top of a mountain. So like, uh, it's kind of hard to describe. It's like if you, it's going down the mountain, but then there's like a V cut out of the mountain. So it's like a, yeah, like a valley, but. Okay, vertical. yeah. And I guess like you get a lot of snow in there. and It's quite a good, it's the way that people go down, I think, is using these cool wires. Just slide in. Um, yep. Basically, yeah. You do, you just sort of <laughs> put your ice pick in behind you and then just drag it down. <laughs> drag it down the mountain as you fall. I've seen vertical limit. That definitely happened to one guy. Did it? Who was vertical limit? Uh just a film about uh people failing to climb Mount Everest. Oh fair. Yeah, it's a fairly common thing, isn't it, for people to fail climbing Mount Everest. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I'm not gonna judge him for it. Oh no, no, no way! But apparently, like apparently, like Everest is littered with dead bodies. Like there's just bodies all over it, frozen dead bodies. Yeah. If you climb up, Ooh. there's a good chance you're going to come across somebody else who failed on your way up or down, which is pretty grim, isn't it? Yeah. Um. He so yeah, he'd originally gone down, intended to go down that Hornbein, but he intended, uh, yeah, he eventually had to go down the Norton instead. Um. After 200 meters of, skate, of snowboarding down, a fastening on his board broke due to the extreme cold, which Ooh. that to me seems like a failing of a, of a snowboard if it breaks in the cold. Because it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time you get to use them is when it's cold. I guess it's, it's extremely cold up there, but I still feel like it's a bit of a failing. Uh, but he did manage to repair it along with one of the Sherpas. Um, and he continued to descent, reaching 6,400 uh, 6, metres elevation in two hours. And that is apparently counted as the descent. So, uh, again, right. I, don't, 
because Everest is, is part of a, like a range of mountains. I think that's, is that base camp maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I, no, I get no, base, and... base camp's like 4,000. Is it? I get yeah, very confused maybe. with Everest and like climbing Everest because there isn't just like, you think of a mountain as just like, just coming up out of the earth, like just one nice mountain up out the earth. But that is not what Everest is like at all, is it? It's like there's a number of peaks around it. Yeah. There isn't a bottom of Everest, only a top. Oh, I see. Yeah. I think. I yeah. think that's how it is. A bit confusing anyway. Um, interestingly, a day previous to uh, Sifredi's climb, a straight Austrian climber, Stefan Gatt, also attempted the same feat. He reached the summit alone without oxygen and began his descent by snowboard. But after about 300 meters, he found that it was just hard snow, which I guess you can't snowboard on. I guess like when it compacts ice. like that, it's just ice. Yeah, I was gonna. Say, it's just ice. <laughs> so call it what it is, Stefan. <laughs> um, so he decided to continue down by foot. Uh, he got back on the snowboard about a kilometer further down and then snowboarded the rest. So it doesn't count. Interesting question. Very interesting question. There is a lot of discussion in sort of snowboarding and mountaineering press as to whether Gat should be the record holder because he snowboarded. He was the first person to snowboard off the mountain. Yeah. But he hadn't snowboarded the whole way. Why did he just not tell anybody? Nobody's going to see you, are they? <laughs> That's a good point because he went up on his own. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's other tourists around him passing him like, hey, he's not skateboarding. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yeah, you're all right. I don't know why he didn't why he told anybody. He could have. Do you think like? Do you think he had to have like a GoPro on him? It's a bit early for GoPros, isn't it? Two thousand and one. I guess you'd want to record it just for yourself. Yeah. Probably. But whether you, whether you could in those days, did they have this? They didn't have the same camera technology we have now. I don't know whether you could have no. like strap on. You probably could have strap on cameras, but whether you just a lone mountaineer would have one of those. They'd probably be very expensive. Them, like <laughs> massive, like uh, <laughs> tripod camera. Yeah, yeah one of those chair. big studio ones. <laughs> that was what the Sherpas were carrying up for. Uh, <laughs> they were, they were <laughs> le- lesser equipment people and just a film crew, really. <laughs> uh, so Mountaineering Press was very split, uh, but most gave primacy to Sofredi's record, uh, given that he did snowboard the whole way down. Uh, they were a bit they were a bit perturbed about the fact that he didn't go up alone that he was helped up by sherpas and that he had to have I a think that's fair like i think so if too. You're a, are you expected to be like an expert mountaineer and expert snowboarder well this is yeah, the thing i think i think the mountaineering press were much more happy with <laughs> gat's record because he went up on his own and came down on his own that's more of like a, a feat for them, I think. Whereas the snowboarding press were just like, well, it doesn't matter how you get to the top. You, get, you have a lift pass, don't you, to get up to the top normally. So he's actually done more <laughs> than you need. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, just buy the lift very, pass. <laughs> very expensive, our lift passes, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, probably cheaper to probably, just <laughs> hike up. Yeah, probably saved himself 90 euros a day Smart, very smart, Sifredi. Good work. <laughs> You learn something new in isolation every day, don't you? When they were young, the 
the world seems so much fun It's only stay with backseat coaches